Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Seems like it's been a while since uh, the announcement has been made about QB1. Uh, Ike and B-Will did a special live last week to cover that. Uh, Mike G, who was celebrating his birthday, was out. I still work at 8 to 5, so I wasn't around to give my thoughts. (laughs) But this is a great opportunity and time for us, for me and Mike. Before we get into uh, yesterday's scrimmage and Hugh Freeze's comments about that, uh, let's talk real briefly to kind of recap the decision to name Peyton Thorne QB1 the starter for UMass I'll give my thoughts here I want to say congratulations to Peyton Thorne yeah um special congratulations to him for betting on himself and and this is a guy who was an incumbent at Michigan State who it was believed uh, coming out of Michigan State reporters and their camp is that there was going to be a QB competition this fall. And Peyton Thorne, I guess, figured that, hey, if I'm going to have to compete for the job, let me compete somewhere in the SEC. Let me compete somewhere new. Let me let me get a fresh start and actually get out here and compete. And not only did he do that, he actually was able to land the QB1 position because we've seen where Guys who've been incumbent starters elsewhere has come to Auburn and it didn't work out for him as recently as last year. So that's a risk. So for him to be able to do that, congratulations to him. Um, also want to address Robbie Ashford, Odin Gurner. When Hugh Freeze showed up, he wasn't quite sure of what he had in the QB room. Uh, he was asked about what type of QB does he is he looking for, and he stressed things like leadership. Uh, he stressed things like body language, demeanor, and he was expecting a lot from these guys. Uh, over the course of spring, summer, winter workout, spring, summer, fall camp, Hugh Freeze is now saying that he has three QBs that he feels he can win games with. To me, I think that's a testament for, to the hard work that Holden Gurner, Robbie Ashford has put in to compete for this job. 
And I think that that's something that I don't know about you guys. I haven't heard a coach say here at Auburn that I have three QBs in my room that I can win with. Um, I think it's a testament to how hard those kids have worked. Um, those kids have a lot to be proud of. I know it's disappointing to not get the starting job, given the work that you put in. You want to be able to 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 have your name called as QB one, but I think it's 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 awesome to see that a guy who has a coach who has a lot of experience coaching at this level, who has put QBs in the league, who has had great QB play through his time as a head coach at this level, says he can win with you. And I think that's a that's 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 something that you shouldn't hang your head about if you're Holden Gurner or Robbie Ashford. Uh, so to those guys, I say keep working. To to Thorne, I say keep working because as we'll talk later today. There's an expectation that the competition will continue. Um, this it's not done. You still got games to play, and you got to look good in those games. So uh, I'm excited about this QB room. Um, again, congrats to to Peyton Thorne, and I'm expected to see an improvement in that room moving forward in this upcoming season. Mike G, what are your thoughts? Uh, good point, Caesar on Thorne winning the job, uh, leaving where you're at to go someplace else to compete. With no guarantee that you're going to get the job, can be scary. I mean, that's it can be scary, right? I mean, it was an ultimate bet on himself. He went, uh, he competed, and he got named a starter. Uh, you know that can't be understated. So, uh, and he was up against some things. Uh, number one, a truncated kind of off season where you didn't get to spend a spring with your team, uh, and he had to catch up. He had to catch up on system. He had to catch up on getting chemistry with his teammates. There was ground to close, and the coaches felt like he closed it. So uh, that is, I think, something should be said of that. Because to do that, you have to come in with a workman's type approach, right? Um, you've got to get to work. Uh, you've got to do the things that are required of you. And you had, and, and what we know about this coach is that he not only had to show the ability to throw the football, but he had to show the intangibles as well, too, to be named game one starter. You know, here's what I like about Hugh Freeze. He was very clear on what those things were. He has been all offseason. Right. So, you know, credit to Peyton Thorne for coming in and showing those things. You know, uh, you know, I can't wait to see him go out there and execute. Because he does raise the floor to a level that we have not, we don't see at Auburn very often. I think, what is it like, who was I talking to? I think it was Dustin over at the Uptempo. We were talking about this and, and, and Auburn. I think they only had like a 3,000 yard pass or like twice in the history of the program. (laughs) Wow. So if he can come in and he can raise that floor, you know, over 3,000, that might make for a pretty good season here. And, you know, we'll get to it later. But with things that we're hearing coming out of the scrimmage, uh, I think the receivers are probably pretty, really excited about this as well, too. So. Now, uh, for the other two that did not win the job, uh, you know, my only message to them is just stay ready. You never know when you're going to be called on. And we, we've seen it. We keep saying it over and over again about how many backup quarterbacks had to go start a whole game. You know, uh, things happen. Crap happens. And you have to stay ready. You cannot afford to check out. TJ Finley was our most recent case study of this. He admittedly said, after Bo won the job, I checked out. And then when Bo got hurt, I wasn't ready mentally. I wasn't there. So he went out there and he couldn't beat South Carolina. 
And now you're playing catch up. You're losing four overtimes in the Iron Bowl. And I think he sealed his fate when he lost to Houston and the Birmingham Bowl. Now, Caesar, and I, you, you, you and I, well, I was, maybe it was me and Ike. We were talking, and we we're like, if if he had beat South Carolina and Houston and still lost the close Iron Bowl, the outlook on him would have been much different. But look what not being ready cost him. Yeah. Now, buddy's at what, Texas State? I wish him well, but boy, I mean, that was a case study on what not to do. I don't even think he won the job there at Texas State. No, he didn't. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, very few QBs get that many chances to be a a starting quarterback at the Power 5 level. So if you're Robbie or Holden, you have to stay ready. And, you know, hopefully Hugh Freeze has a plan for those guys to help them stay ready. That's my hope. Can you know, like, can he find a way to motivate and keep these guys engaged? That's that's part of being a QB whisperer too, I, I would think. So uh, the guy who finished in third, it, you know, the sad part about this is, and now I'll pass it back to you, Caesar. When you're building a program with talent, especially a quarterback, somebody talented is not going to play, and fans need to just get used to that. There's going to be somebody super talented that's either going to transfer out or is going to ride the pine. <laughs> I think that is a problem, a good problem that fans need to get used to if Hugh Freeze does what he's hoping to accomplish at Auburn. So, you know, if you were a Holden fan, you know, you're disappointed that maybe it seems like he didn't get the, the shot for real because by all reports, he had a great camp and lost out primarily to the experience of the other two. You know, there's tape on the other two. You know, if you're Robbie, like, you know, your your outlook is a little different because the coach is saying, hey, man, if he continues to do the things he's doing, he's going to be really hard to keep off the field. You have more motivation to stay ready, but just, I just, I, this the team, you, Hugh Freeze is creating a situation where we just need to get used to the fact that there can be more than one guy that can do the job. I get why Auburn fans are so all or nothing with the quarterback, why they choose sides, because normally the backup spells disaster. <laughs> that's what his, that's what history has taught us. Right. Is, is that when the backup comes in, the season, shut the season down, it's over. <laughs> or it's no. just a zero-sum game. It, it, either we made the wrong choice, that kid transfers out, and we're stuck with a guy who wasn't good enough, right? Or, yeah. or the other way. I think what's happening with this coach is what you're saying, Mike, is if a talented QB leaves, it's not because we picked the wrong guy. Right. It's because we picked the right guy or a good guy, and there's just only one, one position for that QB room. And so he's transferring out to play elsewhere, but Auburn is still thriving. It's not like right. we're struggling, wondering what if. So, right. And I think this is something that even like Georgia has had to deal with. They had a QB that transferred out, went to Ohio State. They were okay <laughs> as a result of that. Uh, so I, I anticipate if the, if the QB room in this progression continues at the rate that we think that it is currently, 
I anticipate some of that happening in the future. And to your point, we do need to be prepared and ready for that. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Dustin says, appreciate your man uh, watching with us. He says, yeah, Mike, Damian Craig in 97 and Stidham. Wow. Yeah, those are, those are the two that are happening. Trash I Panda. I am very often. Appreciate you being with us. He says, regardless of not winning, holding, and Robbie improving is a sign of this coaching staff knowing how to get the best of their QBs and has me excited for this season as well as the future. Mm. I agree with this statement. Good statement there. AD says, got to love hearing Robbie had 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 his best practices since Peyton getting named number one. Stay on him, Robbie, and great things will come. War Eagle, War Eagle to you, AD. It's glad to have you with us. Uh, John Brandon says, for the idiots predicting us to have under six wins this season, pucker up. Yeah. Good to have you here with us, John. Also, JB saying, uh, Coach Hugh Freeze is the most non-coach speak coach we've had and for football in a long, long time. Yeah, there are a lot of people who think that the talk about Robbie is coach speak. I, I don't think that it is. I think he's being very, very candid and clear. I, I, I'm not writing it off as coach speak because I, I think I thought he sent some very direct messages <laughs> recently yeah. Yeah. about what he wants, you know, and what people need to do. I don't think he could be any clearer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hugh Freeze actually met with media uh, yesterday to kind of recap and discuss, take questions from the Saturday scrimmage, the second scrimmage to conclude fall camp. And a few comments we've clipped to kind of discuss, but all in all, Speaking of QB room, he's been pretty complimentary of of scrimmage and the QB room. One of the things that I do want to talk to you guys about, we did not clip this, but I want to ask you guys thoughts on this. He talked about practice being well, but when they they get into Jordan Hare, that they've appeared to be flat for these two scrimmages. And... He wasn't quite sure if it's just his expectation. It's been a long time. He's been in a, in, a, in, in a stadium of this magnitude, this size, which, of course, he was on the road against Arkansas, but his team won that game last year at Liberty. But he he expected his team to have, I think the way he called it, more juice. I, what do you make of, of his comments? Again, this is an example of him being very candid and non-coach speak. What do you make of, of his thoughts about where his team was going into the scrimmage and how they looked overall? Um, I think it is indicative of 
everybody just needing to raise their effort up to another level. Um, now, he said it might be, you know, the headphones that he's wearing or something like he, he's in. You know, I don't know what, but it, it just didn't feel like he, he's like, are we even coming off the ball? Right. Like he's not hearing pads popping. Right. And so there are guys on this team who have been cemented starters that may nobody's really pushing. Maybe they weren't given max effort. Right. They know okay, I can just go out here and kind of go through the motions and practice. I don't want to hurt myself, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, look, man, I think that's the major reason why when he came out of spring, he was saying to himself, I got to go get some more guys. I got to get the competition level behind these guys to a higher level so they stop feeling as if they've got it made. There's, I'm going to bring another guy in and let's Mm -hmm. see if you still feel like you're solidified as a starter. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me let me see what you got when somebody's breathing down your neck for reps a little bit. If you're not going to go out there and give me maximum effort, I will find somebody who does it. Even if they're not as good as you, you can be super talented. That's fine. This dude's playing harder. Let's see what you do now. I think, you know, a little bit of it is just people trying to take it easy at practice. But, you know, he said himself, like, somebody's got to be a jerk out here and say that you're good isn't, isn't what I'm requiring of you. I want the best. I want your best effort in practice. I want it in the film room. I want it everywhere. And if I got to call you out and say, I feel like you were going 80% right there when you could have given me 90 or 100, I'm going to say it. I like it. Raising the standard of what we're doing, executing at every level. I think the term he he said is, uh, I'll call you up, was like, I see why this yeah. guy's a good recruiter. Like yeah. He knows how to put a spin on that one. Um, but But again, he mentions that every DNA of each team is different. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where he hasn't had to be that guy that you, you know, as you referenced, Ike, the practice jerk, the guy who who's holding people's feet to the fire and holding them accountable to the standard that he has set for the team. Right. right. B. Will, what do you make of him even saying that? Because, again, that's not coach speak either. Um, but he's alluded to the fact that as a result of him being that practice has gone very well as a result what does that say for for Hugh Freeze as a coach and, again, just being aware of what's happening with his team? Hugh Freeze seems to be, seems to be, is um, we can only have to say that at this point. He was very clear about what was most important to him when he got on campus, the locker room, the culture, and recruiting. This is what he specializes in. If you come get a, a company running and a CEO, well, we're going to go with telecom stuff. All right, he's a telecom guy. Well, we're going to go with TV content stuff. And they come in and whatever that that person running the company wants to do, the company's going to lean into that special thing. You're still going to do the other stuff you did, but we're going to lean into this because that person has a focus in that. They came from a company where they had a lot of success and they did that. Hugh Freeze is about the person driving the person, getting them motivated and having the entire locker room bought into what is going on. I don't know if I heard Gus Malzahn or Brian Harson emphasize team culture and effort and the locker room this much. I mean, Gus was here for eight years. I mean, we, he didn't say anything, much of anything, really. So, I mean, that's kind of tough on Gus. I'm sorry. Brian Harson, it was just about the work, right? You hear what it's about. You hear what they emphasize. And so we know who they are, which is why Hugh Freeze has been so consistent emphasizing culture and locker room. I don't know how you think anything he's saying is coach speak. He's being very direct. He wants 
the effort to be there. He's talked about competition when he got here. He talked about competition before and after the spring. And he's still talking about competition after naming a starting quarterback. It's important to him. It's incredibly important to him. And we see that in how he recruits and how he pulled out the portal. And we see it now with talking about what he demands and what he expects to see from practice. He doesn't want you getting comfortable. I guess unless maybe you out there looking like uh, Jerry Rice and, and Barry Sanders. Okay, y'all can chill out a little bit. Okay, y'all, y'all can put it on 50%. We know what you're going to do. But nobody on this team has that type of, of cachet yet. Not with you, Freeze. Maybe Jarquez Hunter a little bit, if anybody. But other than that, no, everybody's got something to prove. And I like that he's holding them accountable for that. The most experienced players we have, the best players we have. He talked about the, the secondary players getting that message too, DJ James. By all accounts, he's probably the best player we have on this team right now as far as NFL draftability, pro prospects, and Jarquez too. Why the message was you? You've got to tackle better. Jarquez didn't get the the chastising that the secondary gets. Why I said T.J. James? He told like the secondary didn't tackle good. You didn't. You gonna play as as the notes were? Are, are you gonna tackle? Y'all gonna tackle today? NFL first round hopeful. That's important. I can't say I can. I I don't think that ever happened under Gus Malzahn. That were players challenged by the head coach directly. The person who's running the show, who's going to determine whether or not you see the field, you get these snaps, he's going to poke you in your chest metaphorically and say, what's up? Are you going to step to the plate today? This is great culture. This is phenomenal culture. I'm glad he's doing it. I'm glad he can call them out because it works so much better when the person at the top can hold everybody accountable, not just the people who are slacking, not just the people who are new, everybody accountable. This locker room is going to be strong and the culture is going to be good. What that amounts to as far as wins and losses, the football still has to happen. But as far as what he's doing with the culture, this is exactly how you do it. Uh, Mike, any, uh, just closing thoughts on just Hugh Freeze's approach to this team and, and him being uh, a guy who's making sure that he's holding people accountable. Um, no, I mean, like I said, I think he's been pretty clear. You know, I appreciate the candidness and the straightforward nature of his messaging, uh, at times. Uh, I still believe, uh, that there are some things that could maybe be crafted a little better, but yeah, at the end of the day, it just kind of, it just is what it is, right? Like, you know, he's got a coach football. We're at that point where it's time to stop, stop talking and it's time to start coaching football. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like the fact that he named a starter early and did not let this drama drag into the first week of prep. Uh, there were some people that were like, why now? And, yeah, I'm sure he's got his reasons, and I'm sure we'll never hear all the reasons, but I kind of like it. But he, he clearly explained one of the reasons why was because <laughs> yeah. Peyton Thorne was pressing, and he thought, if I'll go ahead and say, hey, you're going to be the starter for game one, 
I'm going to see what he does when he's not pressing so oh, much. And will that I, take I, I missed press- that. I actually yeah. missed that. He, he yeah, did okay. say that. He okay. did say that. It was, that was in the presser when he announced Peyton Thorne as the starter. As part, okay. part of the reason was he's pressing a lot. So let me let me see if I take some of that pressure off of him. How does he perform in practice going forward? Is he going to stop pressing? Which we'll address in his comments. Which, which we were told that. as well, yeah. too. Like he was he was pressing really hard um uh, and you can understand uh, that uh yeah, you yeah, can yep. actually understand that i mean this coach these coaches don't know me so if 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 i'm the guy who normally checks down and i'm making the safe play but i may not be making explosive play like i, I need that. to show i need to show that hey i need to make something happen like uh, the, these coaches don't know me like yeah the, i i was a starter at michigan state but that's michigan state so i can understand uh, him having to prove himself in this regard, being in unfamiliar territory where he's competing for a starting job. I can right. understand that. Right. Yeah. No, I missed that. Thank you. Like, um, so again, well, it kind of goes back to my point about him just like being clear about, you know, what he's doing or what his reasoning is. I like that. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I like that, that he got all the pretend drama out of the way now. Name this dude the starter, and you know, and then he's still got to go out there and perform. It doesn't matter who's named starter if they can't go out there and perform. Right. And I think he's been pretty clear there too about you know guys still need to go out. Like you know the you know being named starter in any position is not the end of the story. You still got to go and perform. That's not just QB, right? Like you know, Jarquez Hunter had a lot of hype. Coming in with them, but I bet you if he's not effective toting the rock, his ass will be on the bench, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm a dark because there's guy. there's there's yeah. plenty of other people who will come in and take those snaps. They are not lacking at running back. So no, no, knows, man. Hey, man, I got to go out there and I got a ball. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got to play well. Um, and I think that's I think this is the message here. You need to play well. You need to do the little things consistently. You know, at quarterback, there are other intangibles though. Because you, you know, being a leader is not optional. A quarterback, you have to be a leader. You have to, you have to do, you have to keep your cool. Because guys are going to look to you. And Hugh Freeze has been, I mean, from day one, he's been clear that that's what he's looking for. And, and an SEC, that's his version of an SEC quarterback. So, yeah, I, I, the culture, man, you know, the stuff he's doing, the messaging. Yeah, I mean, it's this is not a, it's not a, nothing's going to be perfect. But I think that it's clear it's headed the right direction. You know, and complete 180 from what we experienced the last two years. So you freeze, man. Uh, we've said this. I, you know, we've said this on, on social media. I think we said a couple times on the show. He has shown an incredible ability to be able to check his own biases and reassess when necessary. So I think it's super important in a coach. You know, that he will not just keep going down the wrong path because that was the first path he chose. You know, I don't think there's any hill he's willing to die on. <laughs> you know, without reassessing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting to see, man. I This is this is this is a pretty good situation, I think, headed into week one. And I think we'll learn a lot, even though it's only UMass, about how they execute against a team that they should dominate. Yeah, I think I think we'll, you know, we we kind of said it like if they play bad, you learn a ton, <laughs> right? If they play good, you don't learn as much. But right. uh, you at least get a chance to see, you know, how guys handle 
handle things when the lights are on. Because it's a different kind of pressure when the lights are on. Yeah. Say, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about what they're going to put on the field. Same here. I'm going to grab some comments and we'll get to the to the, the break. Uh, Steve Bradley, appreciate you being with us. He says, I saw where UMass versus New Mexico State Saturday night six on ESPN. Okay. This coming Saturday? Think so. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's a week zero so. game. So, yeah, we're gonna, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching. Yeah. Okay. We grabbing that film. Pretty sure we'll get a film Dude. review out of that. Grab that film for you. I, 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 love, I, I, say, I love I love how Mike. I'm pretty sure Ike's going to do some extra work if you guys uh, tune in for it. Sign up for the Patreon memberships, baby. Right, Ike? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Glenn, we, will, Glenn. we will deliver. If I deliver, I mean, Ike. <laughs> will do all the work. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Trash Panda, thank you for becoming a member, good sir. <laughs> Kenneth and, says... And I like how Freeze pointed out that his recent past receivers are ripping it up in the NFL, that he said, I hope all my receiver recruits are listening, always had a thousand-yard guy or close to it. He said that he mentioned this on last week. Yeah, uh, two your coach. I like this. Two your horn. I mean, everybody else would do it. There's no coach who would do it. Say, hey, I got all these guys in the NFL, you know, still ripping it up. I like this. It's one I like guy this. on the Pats, apparently, the wide receiver. They were like, he is killing the he like he's starting. He is going to start. He's killing yeah. the preseason. I'm that's the dude who was at Liberty. That's um, he was at Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the fourteen hundred yard guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna find his name. I'm gonna find his dude. Claim to fame. Um yeah. I'm 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 here for it. I think he should. I mean, he's doing it with recruits. Trust and believe the recruits know who he is. So uh, I, I'm all I'm all here for it.